is your host, Ginger, and I am not doing an interview today. <laughs> um, the interviews have definitely been really awesome, but um, I couldn't, I could not get one for this week, <laughs> and I, I was like back and forth whether I was going to do a podcast or if y'all was just going to have to wait another week or what, but... I am doing something I've never thought I would do before, and that is record a podcast right after I get home from work. So it's early right now, and I have my post-work brain, but bear with me, y'all, because God definitely put something on my heart last night, and I knew that it was the right thing to put out for this week. So that being said, I wanted to talk about peace this morning, well, this morning, whenever you're listening to this, this week, whatever, (laughs) I wanted to talk about peace because I feel like it's just, peace is so necessary and it's so important and I feel like there's a part of us that is always trying to find peace, you know, like nobody wants to live in chaos, nobody wants to live in stress, nobody wants to live in anxiety and so on. You know, like we, that's not what God made us for. And so I just wanted to share some thoughts that I had on peace with y'all. I don't know how long or how short this episode will be, but I can promise that you'll get something good from it. So as I was like thinking about peace and all this stuff and what I wanted to say about peace, I had a couple thoughts and I also had a couple scriptures. So I'm going to give you guys all that, but, um, I was thinking about peace because right now there's a lot going on. We're still, unfortunately, in the midst of this coronavirus pandemic. And, you know, I think we think that home is supposed to be a place of peace. And it should be. But for some of us, we're finding out that it's not necessarily as peaceful as we thought for whatever reason. And that's okay because... It might not be right now, but that doesn't mean it has to stay that way. And then also, um, in the last few couple of days, we've seen different stories of African-American men being murdered. Um, I know there was Ahmad, I don't know his last name, and I don't want to misspeak or say the wrong name, but um, there was Ahmad who was running and just killed like for no reason. And then there's a more recent one that I don't know the name because I am kind of taking a little social media break and it's just, there's so many names, unfortunately, but another man that was killed by police brutality, another black man. And I know it has a lot of people just bothered and hurting and scared. And so I thought, there is no better time than the present to talk about peace. <laughs> and with all that being said, like peace is obviously not something I don't think that we can get in this world. Like, I mean, like I just said, look at the news. Like, even if you take out the whole, you know, stories of black men being murdered, like look at the news, period. Like everything, if you sit and watch news enough, like you will be on edge. Like you won't want to go out. You won't want to drink water. You don't, you won't want to stand by your microwave. You don't want to use your cell phone. You don't want to step outside your house. You maybe don't even want, I mean, think about what could happen to you in your house. Like, you know, like the news could create so much anxiety. And then I think about the ways that we as human beings 
try to go about achieving some type of peace um, by other means, you know, just by different things or people. So when I think about another person being a source of peace, I just, I what I know, know from experience is that there might be moments where somebody can be a source of quote-unquote peace for you, but there might be moments where that same person is not, and that's okay because they're human, you're human, and I've never met somebody who is peaceful all of the time, <laughs> you know? Just the same way that, like, I've never met a human who has never let somebody down. Did I say that right? Has never let... Yeah, like, the point is, despite how great somebody is, like, they're we're human, we make mistakes, we let people down. In the same way, we're human, we can't always be a source of peace. And that's just... It is what it is. So, if you're basing your peace on a person... It's a very unsteady foundation. And I think about like all these other different things. Like if you want to have a glass of wine. Okay, like that might help you calm down in a moment. But like life goes on, you know. Same with like smoking or like going for a walk or I don't know. Whatever it might be. Listening to a song. It's like for that moment you might find some peace. But life goes on things change whatever high you might have is going to come to an end you know and so that just goes to show that like peace is not something we can get from this world but the good news is that peace is not something that is actually from this world um it's definitely from god and the good thing about going to god for something whatever it might be love wisdom patience peace goodness kindness i'm about to just list the fruit of the spirit like whatever you are going to god for know that he's never gonna run out he's never gonna let you down he's never gonna fail you he has no limits like as much peace as you want you can get from him as much love as you want you can get from him as much wisdom as you want you can get from him and he is always willing to give those things like those are part of who he is and so that with that being said i just want to transition into some scriptures so the first one is first peter 5 7 which says cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you and this is such a popular verse and we love posting it on facebook and all social media and all that kind of stuff and rightfully so because just think about it like i do not consider myself an anxious person but that doesn't mean that I don't have my moments of anxiety. And, you know, the fact that it's, it doesn't even just say like when you're anxious, you know, if you're here and there, maybe just give it to God. It says cast all your anxiety on him, big or small. And what I love about that is a couple things. Like, first of all, there's no limits to how much anxiety I can give to God. Second of all, like, the fact that it tells me I can do that means that he can handle it. And the last part, because he cares for you, like, doesn't that just make you feel good inside? Like, God cares about me, so I can let him in on my mess. Like, I don't know. I just, I love that. I gotta read that verse one more time because it's just so good. <laughs> Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And that's First Peter 5, 7. And as I was writing down that verse, I was thinking about how I wanted to expound on it a little bit 
Ooh, I haven't used that word in a long time. Expound. That takes me back to like high school English. But anyways, um, the older I get, I realize that smart people do not always, by the way, just because I realize this doesn't mean I'm perfect at it. I'm still working on it. But anyways, <laughs> I realize that like wise people, they don't run and always tell everybody their business and I've noticed that the people that I look up to in different areas of life, especially for right now in the area of marriage, I look at several couples that I look up to and I don't see them complaining or like freaking out or bashing their partner or their marriage. And that's not because they don't go through things. But when they do go through things, they don't run and tell every about, everybody about it. They don't run and, like, point the finger or make their partner look like a bad guy or whatever. What they do is they go to God about it. And when you go to God with your problems, he can actually do something about it. In the same way, like, when I'm anxious, I love... I mean, who doesn't love to have a good friend that you can just vent to and express your feelings to and all that good stuff? But what I'm realizing is, as I accumulate more time on this earth, <laughs> is that, you know, there's nothing wrong with going to quality people with your problems and your business. There's, I mean, the Bible talks about there's a multitude of what is it? There's counsel in a multitude. I don't even know, guys, because I'm tired. But what I'm trying to say is the Bible recommends, you know, running your ideas and problems by other people because they will have wisdom. And we all know that two is better than one. And just there's so many other scriptures to back up relationships and all that. But at the same time, like we tell other people our business and they might have some ideas or advice but they can't really fix the problem. But what I do know is that when I go to God with my problems, he actually has the power to make changes happen. And that for me is yet another reason why you should go to him and cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And when you give God your anxiety, he makes a trade with you. You give him your anxiety and he gives you his peace. And you know why you can have peace? Because God, I mean, he obviously already knows what's going on in your life. But you have done your job as his, as your, as his child. And you've come to him and you've laid your problems at his feet. And now, because you've given God your problems, there's some promises that you can stand on. And that should give you some peace. And so that wraps up the first verse. <laughs> the second verse I wanted to read is Isaiah 26, 3. You will keep in perfect peace those who my, whose minds are steadfast because they trust on you. And I think other versions say something like, you'll keep in perfect peace those whose minds are stayed on you because they trust in you or something like that. And that right there is a promise of peace. And not just any kind of peace, perfect peace, y'all. I don't, I mean, imagine if you had the potion to perfect peace, you'd be a freaking millionaire, you know? <laughs> and I think there's just so many different verses on peace in the Bible, you know? And even just think about it, like the Bible goes on and on and on about peace and different 
things about it in the world when I think about wor- the, I mean, oh my gosh, I'm all over this. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Like I said, you're getting post-work ginger, like the real. But anyways, when I think about peace through the world, I think about like tie-dye and like hippies and like Mrs. America quest- pageant questions. And none of that is doing anything for me. I mean, it's great, but you know. I don't think I could even put the word perfect in front of any of those scenarios. So to have this assurance from the Bible that talks about not only peace, but a perfect peace, like that's something I definitely want in on. I don't know about you. And the key to getting that is to stay focused on God. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm up for that challenge. It's it's not always easy to think about God and stay in that lane of um, good thoughts, God thoughts, you know, but it's not impossible either. And the good news is even if you go off track and you are not thinking godly thoughts, you can always redirect and get back on track. And when you are in that godly space, there is nothing like the peace that accompanies that that his presence, honestly. And also... When you choose to stay focused on God and what he said and who he is, that shows God that you trust him. And we all know how important trust is to any relationship. So if I want anybody to know that I trust them, it's definitely God. And so I hope you guys get something from Isaiah 26.3. And the third verse that I want to share with you guys is John fourteen twenty seven, which says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So I definitely got to break that down. So peace I live, I leave with you. My peace I give you. First of all, y'all, you know what that tells me? That peace is available. Peace is out here. Okay. Like you have access. All right. You got the you got the keys. It's yours. All you got to do is step into it. And yeah. So the next part <laughs> says I do not give to you as the world gives to you. And you know why that makes me feel good because I was just listening to Sarah Jake's podcast last night and she was interviewing Jay Bolin and they were talking about how they have issues with like their pride and like owing people money like cuz they don't want anybody to hold anything over their head and it's not the first time i've heard people say stuff like that like i don't accept things from people because i don't want them to hold it over my head later that kind of mentality um and i it's i get it it's real you know and also you know, this is really stupid, but I don't care. I'm keep it real. Like the other day I went to McDonald's and I got a large fries and the little carton thing was like half full, y'all. So when I think about how the world gives, that is it. Like they either are giving to, they're giving something to you so that they could feel good about themselves or they're giving something to you, but they're still holding back or they're giving something to you, but there's like mad strings attached and God doesn't give like that. Like God gives freely. He loves a cheerful giver, a giver, a cheerful giver. <laughs> and if God loves a cheerful giver, I'm pretty sure he's going to be a cheerful giver. And you know what else we know about God is that when he gives, he gives abundantly because he knows no limits. He gives beyond what we could even imagine. 
So I'm pretty sure that applies to peace. I'm pretty sure God could give you more peace than you could have ever even asked for or imagined what was possible. And with that being said, the last part, do not let your heart be troubled. Do not be afraid. You know why? Because God's got you. <laughs> like, I know that life can be so crazy and one day you're up and one day you're down and one day you're good and one day you're bad and one day you're smiling and one day you're crying. But do not let your heart be troubled. Do not be afraid. Peace is yours. And lastly, I just want to wrap up with Colossians 3.15, which I don't have the full verse, but the most important piece of this verse to me is that you were called to peace. That is literally what it says. You were called to peace. And I just noticed that you were called is past tense. And to me, I think that means like before you were even born, before you even had a clue about what the crap peace is, like it was yours. Like the moment God thought of you, he said, I want peace for this person, you know, and you like peace is your portion. Like peace is it is yours. Like take full ownership, take full advantage. You know, it's like having a membership to an awesome club or community and you don't use it like what you know what people would do for that kind of access and that's the same with peace and so many other great things like god is giving you access and like all you got to do is step into it like peace is your portion you were called to peace it is your birthright like it's yours and also, as I was thinking about that, that's all the scriptures I have. And that last one was Colossians 3.15, just in case. I was just thinking about, like, creating an environment for peace. And I've always heard of this analogy of, like, a dove and that symbolizing peace. And I just think about, like, if you're living in all this chaos and all this mess, or, like, let's say that... Okay, let's take it back to Genesis when God flooded the earth and Noah sent out the dove. Like, when there was still water, when there was still a flood going on, when it was still raining, the dove was not landing nowhere. It couldn't. And I think it's similar in the same way to our lives. Is like, as bad as you want peace and God is going to give it to you, help him out, you know? Like, make if you can make room for peace like make an environment that invites peace in like that dove could not land and rest and be on the earth until it there was trees and it was the right environment and in the same way like don't be asking god for peace when there's some things you got to clear out and I just think about myself right now, like I've been off of Instagram for a while and I just deactivated my Facebook recently for a little bit until I have my little baby, I guess. <laughs> I don't know because I might fall in love with being off social media and never get back on. But anyways, um, you know, like I got rid of those things and I think in doing so, I definitely have made room in my life for some more peace and same with. I don't even listen to the same kind of music I used to because it doesn't vibe with me the same type of way. And there's just certain type of music that 
definitely ushers in a chill mood for sure whether that be worship music or something else something instrumental whatever like relaxes you like I don't know there's just so many different things maybe you need to go for a walk or get some air I don't know but like just make space for peace and know that it is your portion. It is your right. You are called to it. It is out there. It does exist. And I hope you can rest in that. And so speaking of rest, I'm going to get ready for bed now. <laughs> but I hope you guys got something out of my rambling. And I just want to thank everybody who's been listening to Get Up 10 podcast. I really do appreciate all of the love and support and the shares and all that kind of stuff. Like, I do, I mean, I don't, I know I'm still early in my podcast, but I'm not going to lie. When I see that people are listening and sharing and all that and sharing feedback and comments and encouragement, it really does do something for me. So if you appreciated this episode or any other episode, definitely let me know. Definitely leave a rating or a comment on iTunes. And with that said, peace.